Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. Oh, it's wintertime here in Idaho. This is the IdahoSports.com Prep Gas presented by Project Filter. I am Paul Kingsbury. He is Brandon Hill. And this is the first prep cast of 2020, and it's coming right ahead of what is supposed to be the first big snowstorm of the winter, Brandon. Um, I was privy to information that Boise winters were a lot more mild than Moscow winters, and so I'm <laughs> not looking forward to any kind of snow whatsoever post-Christmas. You have been up in Moscow the last four years? Yes. Yeah. Well, you are in the banana belt now of Idaho. <laughs> the banana belt. The banana belt of Idaho, yes. Okay. That's, that's what... Uh, that's what those in the... That's what the locals the, call that's it? That's what the locals call it. <laughs> the experts. Yes, but this winter is finally upon us. It's, it's been a little chilly. It's been in the 30s, 40s here. Uh, my sister lives in Rexburg, sent me a text this morning, said it was m- minus 6. Oh, my God. Minus 6 this morning. And, uh, and I think over in eastern Idaho, it's supposed to be anywhere from 0 to 10 for the next few days. Storms coming in. Up north, I looked at the radar, and, uh, and there's this huge mass the size of Delaware coming over the state of Washington <laughs> um, that's going to take over the panhandle where there's, there's snow coming on us. So it's the time of year when it's a headache, honestly. I mean, the snow is beautiful, but in high school sports, you've got teams traveling, um, you know, hither, thither, and, and there. I don't remember what the third word, word was. <laughs> you know, Post Falls is supposed to be going down to um, Lewiston. Mm-hmm. And they, they can make it down because they leave so early, but making it back is is the problem. And so there's games all over the state this weekend over the next few days that people are keeping an eye on. And we decided to talk to a couple of the people that are in the know, so to speak, of, of how that of how things work and, and they're tracking it. The first is Matt Harris. Matt Harris is the athletic director um, at Ryrie High School. Um, and he's he's a particular expert because now he's an expert on the school side. But for the past few years, he was the sports information director here at IdahoSports.com, and he was responsible for making sure all the changes, the updates, the postponements, all of that was taken care of and tracked. So the guy's, he's smart. Yeah. He's a smart guy. And so we called and talked to him and, and asked him a few things that, that I've always wondered about how athletic directors work with these type of things. Let's listen, let's listen in. I'm on the phone with Matt Harris, the athletic director at Ryrie High School today. Matt, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? You know what? Things are good here at Idaho Sports HQ. We're on the opposite side of the state from you, Matt. And this weekend, all over the state, the weather systems are moving in. This is going to kind of be our first winter weather of the year. And and schools are, are a little bit nervous all around the state. Are, are you feeling that over in eastern Idaho yet? Yeah, we're certainly feeling the pinch a little bit, especially with uh, this weekend's games. We host Malad and girls and boys basketball, and there's always a the question of, well, at what point do you make the call <laughs> to say, maybe you shouldn't come here just because of the weather, but uh, we are certainly uh, we are certainly watching that very carefully. So when you do get to that point of, of questioning, how do you go about doing that? As an, as an athletic director, teach us folks, uh, you know, in layman's terms, what you guys do on your end to, to make things work. Because I, I think a lot of people look at it and go, oh, well, you, you just postpone it. Oh, you just cancel it. You move it. You just just move it to a different date. It's not that hard. But what actually goes into it? Well, the first thing, first and foremost, is we want the traveling team to be safe. Um, obviously, you know, you don't want you don't want kid, you don't want to be on bad roads just by yourself. Let alone you want kids on a bus you know, on bad roads. Sure. And so the, the the first thing that we focus on is, okay, can the other team make it here safely? And then the next question is, okay, if they can, can opposing fans make it here safely? 
Um, and we, we, we're in contact with the opposing uh, athletic directors um, from the from the other school that we'll be playing so that they understand that, you know, we're trying to keep them up to date on what's happening here, find out what's happening uh, in their neck of the woods if they're from farther away, and just kind of gauge that. We check the road reports, we check the weather reports, and try to take that all into account. Um, that's the first thing we have to do. And then if we decide that we need to move the game or we need to postpone it and move it to a different date, I should say, I mean, there's a lot of different things that have to go into it. The first thing is, well, we have to agree that we're going to postpone it, and then we've got to let our coaches know. We then need to let our players and parents know that there's no game. Then we have to let the officials know and um, you know, say, hey, you don't need to bother coming out here today. This game has been postponed. We need to make sure we get that message out on all of our social media channels and any methods of communication that we have. You have to let the band and the cheerleaders know. You have to, uh, and then you have to try to figure out how, where to move it. And it can be very, very tough, especially this time of year. Um, And depending on, you know, the, your gym space, depending on what you have scheduled, it can make things really tough. I know that we are in a crunch for space uh, here in Lyrie and we have to be very, very careful about where we put all of our athletic events. Um, And, you know, it's, it's tough. You, you move a game. I mean, you're, you have to move practices. You have to move, uh, maybe potentially other athletic contests into a different gym, depending on what it is. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it that not a lot of people see. Now, again, we're here talking to Matt Harris, the athletic director at Ryrie High School. And, and Matt, you mentioned moving things around. Well, you know, one other thing I'm sure you guys have to think about are activities, not just um, athletics. You know, a lot of these basketball players are in band, in concert, um, in all of these other things, and they might have conflicting dates as well. So it's not just a matter of, throwing the dart at the dartboard and saying, okay, there's our makeup date. There's, there's a lot of working uh, parts in that whole mechanism to make it work. Yeah. And part of that is understanding what the, all the kids are participating in and trying to, you want to try to accommodate them at the same time. You're going to have to understand you can't always accommodate everyone. You have to do, do what's best for the most amount of people. And that's what can, that's what really does make it tough. Honestly, is having to do that Uh, just because again, there are so many moving parts. You have so many different, people that are involved in your program and you want to do what's best for the program, but also best for the individuals in the program at the same time. And it can be really, really tough. Like I'm looking at my schedule, for example, right now, um, we're our high school gym is booked with some sort of an event between junior high basketball, high school wrestling, high school girls, basketball, high school boys, basketball. It's booked. We have an event in there every single night for about two and a half weeks straight. Wow. And so trying to find a spot, to have to move one of these games if need be would be very, very difficult. We'd try to make it work as much as possible, but it's very difficult to do. And especially where, especially for girls basketball, where we're coming down the stretch here where we have, you know, districts upon us in about three weeks time or so, you know, towards the start of February, there's not much time left to be able to move some stuff around. And, you know, and you hate to have to cancel games and just not, not make them up because that limits the amount of participation that your kids can get. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you may be forced to just because you don't have a choice. Well, Matt, that's why you get paid the big bucks, as they say, right? <laughs> the big bucks, yeah. Yes. Well, Matt, I appreciate you taking the time. I know you have some other places to be besides on the phone with us. But uh, good luck. I hope the weather gods smile upon you this winter. We've gotten lucky the last couple of years after that snowpocalypse where there hasn't it hasn't been too bad except spring sports. But uh, But hopefully this week the weather works out for us and we all get to play some games. Well, I would hope so too, and I hope we don't have to deal with snowpocalypse like we did a few years back because 
that was that was hard to deal with. <laughs> that yes, was very was. tough. For, but for, uh, for everybody, yeah. Yes, it was. All right, well, Matt, well, thank you, uh, and uh, we'll talk to you later. All right, sounds good. Always good talking to Matt Harris over at Ryrie High School. Go Bulldogs. Now, the other person we talked to is from the Coeur d'Alene Press, Jason Elliott, longtime friend of the program here at idosports.com. He and the sports editor, Mark Nelke, good friends of mine, known him a long time. They are really um, kind of in the thick of it up north. Um, three years ago, four years ago, when Snowpocalypse um, hit, there, were, there was a solid 10 feet of snow that happened over the course of the winter in Coeur d'Alene. So when, when the flakes start falling, their ears perk up and pay attention. Uh, they don't want to go to a, a school and, and find out it was canceled. So we called Jason Elliott, talked to him about maybe what the weather was, uh, what, what the weather looked like up there, what was going on, if he had heard of any cancellations, um, and what to do if you do hear of some. So let's listen into uh, that conversation with Jason Elliott of the Coeur d'Alene Press. I'm on the horn with Jason Elliott of the Coeur d'Alene Press, way up north in the frozen tundra of Idaho. Jason, how you doing? I'm uh, doing good. Good. It's 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 that week that we always wait for in high school sports when the weather hits. You get those cold fronts, you get the moisture coming in off the Pacific, and all heck breaks loose in high school sports schedules. Right. So how do things look um, right now? I mean, I'm not a weather forecaster. I don't keep track of it all, but I'm sure you are up there. So w- what does the weather look like today, tomorrow, and maybe in- into Sunday and Monday up there in the, uh, in the Coeur d'Alene area? Uh, well, uh, it's like depending on uh, which uh, meteorologist you're listening to, we could get anywhere from 10 inches of snow in Coeur d'Alene to 5 to 8. And uh, right now where I live in Wallace, Idaho, it just now started snowing. And we're supposed to get up to 8 inches by midnight tonight. And then tomorrow, um, there's also about a 70% chance of snow. So you have a situation where a lot of schools are kind of on hold kind of waiting to see kind of what this initial storm is going to do to determine like games for tomorrow and, and kind of moving on. So So with, with some of that, um, you mentioned, I saw on Twitter that Wallace and Lakeside had postponed. Um, Are there some other games, other schools that have, that that you know of that have reached out to you guys to, uh, to say, Hey, watch out. Uh, we, We might be making some changes. Um, yeah, that uh, with uh, that brawl for the ball between Kellogg and St. Mary's in St. Mary's tomorrow, um, they're looking at um, kind of waiting to see what it does today to determine tomorrow. Okay. Because a, a lot, a lot of it has to do with you know getting getting not only the kids there but spectators there, and mm-hmm. you know, um, it, yeah, I mean the the roads can. It's supposed to get cold too, so the roads could get really slick. Right. So, and and that's a good time up there. The brawl for the ball. We've actually gone up there the last couple of years, and uh, we're not this year, but uh, I, it's it's great. You know, once you're inside the gym, it's about 200 degrees and about 100 percent humidity for about eight hours. But it's 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 a great event and uh, and and just good atmosphere for basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, we have a fight for the fish that I believe is still on between late. Lake City and Coeur d'Alene tonight. I'm about a hundred percent sure they're not going to postpone that. Good. But you just never know, right? So, well, you, you, you're you're talking about eight inches, ten inches, and and for you guys up there, that's kind of a light dusting. I remember during Snowpocalypse, I think you guys had ten feet of snow over the course of the winter, if I remember right. 
Yeah, there, there was a, a couple couple years ago. We had a wrestling tournament in Kellogg, and it when it it started snowing that weekend, and I don't think it stopped until the week before Boys State basketball, which was the first part of March that year. So, well, so, hopefully, yeah, hopefully we don't have that. Hopefully right. we don't have that. But but right, right. but but you know, I think there are going to, going to be some more. Um, I think the Sandpoint. Um, school district up there that they're, they're making some changes so if people want to keep up on what's going on with the minute-to-minute changes and cancellations postponements where should they go to to follow you um probably the best bet would be uh cda press sports on twitter and that that's uh sports editor mark nelke that's his twitter feed he's he is very dialed into what's going on in as far as the weather goes you know, I was going to talk to him, but he was actually stuck at the buffet line at JB's. They were He was waiting for them to bring out more bacon. And uh, he said he didn't have time to talk, so I decided to give you a call. Right, right. And uh, I'm, I need to make sure that they uh, they know he's coming here in a few weeks. So. Yes. Yeah, here, you know, state tournament time coming up just around the corner. It's uh, it's always good to see you guys. I don't get a chance to see um, you and Nelke very often, except in uh, special events and state tournaments. It's always a blast. Right, right. Yeah, we're we're really looking forward to it. We're kind of looking at uh, kind of who might be playing when and all that stuff. And hopefully uh, you guys are getting the apocalypse while we're down there in a few weeks. So. Uh, no kidding. Hopefully it stays calm everywhere. Well, Jason, I can take up but, uh, any more of your time. I appreciate everything you guys do with the Coeur d'Alene Press. Uh, make sure you follow Jason Elliott on Twitter as well as um, at Coeur d'Alene Press. Um, like, like he mentioned, is it Coeur d'Alene Press Sports? Uh, yeah, CDA, CDA Press Sports on Twitter, or you can follow me at J-E-C-D-A Press. Awesome. Well, appreciate all you guys do, and uh, and good luck this weekend. So, Jason okay, Elliott, Coeur d'Alene Press, appreciate it. We're going to take a quick break and come back with a little bit more of the Idaho Sports Stop Prepcast right after this. My name is Lisa, and I smoked for 16 years before I finally quit. When I was a smoker, I didn't want to do things that wouldn't allow me to smoke. I never went on a field trip with either one of my children. All the field trips to the zoo, I missed all of that because that little round stick was controlling so much of my life. Now I can do any of that stuff. It doesn't matter. Call 1-800-QUIT-NOW or visit projectfilter.org. Welcome back to the IdahoSports.com PrepCast presented by our good friends at Project Filter. We just talked to a couple of really smart guys in the state of Idaho. So stay safe out there. Um, if you don't need to be on the roads during a storm, don't. Um, tonight, as a matter of fact, Minico is traveling to Middleton, uh, the boys basketball team, to play some basketball. Roads should look fine yeah. um, if you decide not to. We're actually going to be there broadcasting the game. So you can watch that game. We've got actually a doubleheader at Ryrie tomorrow, boys and girls. Malad coming up. And Mad, or Matt uh, uh, mentioned that game tomorrow where Malad is coming up to Ryrie. Um, and I guess we'll see if that game, those that doubleheader actually happens. Yeah, if you could invest in IdahoSports.com, I think the stops would go up probably in the wintertime when we become very valuable to those people who don't want to get in their car and go watch a game and instead stay warm and, and watch a bad idea. Yeah, Not a bad idea at all. Publicly traded, IdahoSports.com. <laughs> Well, once we get past the weather, we're looking at wrestling. And wrestling um, is a sport that, that I've loved for a really long time. We had a great time covering it for you know a solid 10, 15 years. We kind of pulled back a little bit. We used to run IdahoWrestlingNews.com um, that kind of covered everything. Um, it got a little bit too much 
to take care of two websites during the winter time. So we kind of consolidated everything into idahosports.com. But the one thing that kind of went away that I always felt bad about was the, the team and individual rankings. We do have a coaches poll now for the first time. Um, idahosports.com puts out a coaches poll every week. But there was still that little element missing of team scores um, and, or, t- or excuse me, team rankings and those individual rankings. And, you know, you were a kid once. Yeah. <laughs> about two and a half months ago, I think you were a kid. Something like that. But it's always fun to see how you stack up against the rest of the state. And so we kind of got the band back together. We went, reached out to some of the, uh, the statewide experts in the different classifications and put the rankings crew back together. Um, and so those will be coming out every week, Friday morning. The first round came out this morning, really, really early this morning. They came out, and so you can check out 5A, 4A, 3A, and 2A. 2A and 1A are combined in the state of Idaho. Um, if, you, if you just woke up from under a rock and you're not a wrestling fan. <laughs> so for the 5A this week, the team rankings are Post Falls, Coeur d'Alene, so two North Idaho teams, then Meridian, Eagle, Highland, and then Lake City. So three, three teams out of the IEL up there in the top six. And the 4A, CUNA, who just came off a huge win at Raleigh Lane. Um, big win up there. A lot of teams came in, I think 80-plus teams. Um, Columbia, number two. Century, number three. Nampa at four. Caldwell at five. And Jerome at six. In the 3A, South Fremont, they're pretty dominant this year. Um, American Falls at number two, Snake River at three, Sugar Salem at four, Timberlake at five, and Buell at six. We actually have a big deal of the week um, on a Buell wrestler on the front on the homepage right now. Yeah, Kate Orr. Uh, Talk to him. Really great kid. Really passionate about a lot of different sports and and just a really fierce competitor. One of the things he said was that he doesn't something that people don't know about him. He can seem like maybe a jerk sometimes when he's out <laughs> on the mat, and that he seems <laughs> sullen and angry at everybody. But he's like, inside, you know, I'm a big softie. I'm a big teddy bear. It's just when I get on that mat, I'm nobody's friend. He's a competitor. Yeah, exactly. He's just a competitor. And rounding out the classifications, the two ways, New Plymouth at number one, Go Grimms. Number two, Malad. Number three, Grace. Number four, Ryrie. Number five, Declo. So come back next Friday morning for next week's round of wrestling rankings. Always a good time. Always controversial. You can comment on the rankings at sportsboards.com. We started a thread there. So if you want to check out what, uh, what some of the, the armchair experts <laughs> in wrestling, and, and they're out there. There's a lot of guys that yeah. know way more than, than they should. Um, they're smart. They're passionate. They love the sport. Um, even even like guys that don't have kids involved anymore, haven't been coaches for a while, they stay involved. It, it's it's a, a sport different than I've seen in the state of Idaho or anywhere else um, where, okay, I'm not a coach anymore. I don't have kids anymore, so I kind of lose interest, don't pay attention. No, no. Wrestling, it's, uh, it's in your blood. It's a lifestyle. It's uh, in, in, especially in Idaho. And so hopefully you guys enjoy these new rankings that we brought back um, every Friday morning. Check them out. Now, as other things we talk about on the website is, and we've mentioned it a few times during our prep cast, is we're trying to increase our editorial content. Yeah. Features, articles, write-ups, recaps, you know, previews, those sorts of things. And, and Brandon is tasked with creating it, thinking of it, managing it, um, you know, hiring writers, making sure that they're held accountable to what they're supposed to do. And uh, so I'm going to turn it over to Brandon. Brandon, let us know some of the things that are in, in the hopper coming up with the next couple of weeks that they'll find on Idaho Sports. Yeah, so before the break, we put out a, uh, an ad asking people to apply and, and send us, you know, a resume or a reason why they should be a writer on idahosports.com. We got a lot of great responses. I got a lot of great people from across the state who are interested in, in writing, covering sports, talking to athletes, their coaches, and just kind of telling the story of what's going on in the ID preps world. 
Uh, so right now I'm actually getting up a story on indoor track, especially uh, the Simplot games that are going to be coming up here in the next couple months or so. That's from a guy named uh, Michael Murphy, a new writer to idahosports.com. He talked to a couple kids from, from Soda Springs, from Sugar Salem, about what it's like to, to be an indoor track athlete because most of them are actually basketball athletes or they're wrestling right. athletes or they're kids just trying to stay in shape. And from what these kids said, you know, it's, it's mentally and physically draining to go to wrestling practice at night, get off the mat, go home, do your homework, go to bed, completely exhausted, wake up. One of the kids wakes up at 4.45 every morning to go on a run. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. And just as, just because he wants to keep his body in shape and right. he just, he loves competing. He loves that, that adrenaline rush of beating other kids, especially right. in track. Uh, so that's one of the stories that's going to be coming up here soon. So keep an eye out on that. Um, in terms of coverage, we actually have some guys across the state who are really excited about doing a lot of different things. So we got a guy named Robert Reeve who does uh, medical coverage for Rigby High School, actually. Cool. So he's over there. He's kind of locking down our, our East Idaho coverage. He's going to be at the, the Tiger Grizz wrestling tournament. Oh, that's a good time right there. Yeah, he's going to be covering that. He's pretty excited about that. And then a, a guy named Brett Ballard, University of Idaho football player, actually, from nice. back in the day. Um, he's uh, pretty interested in doing some Northern Idaho wrestling stories as well as uh, some stuff on hockey. So he's going to be covering the state semifinals and state championship um, hockey matches. He's going to be talking to some of the uh, the SIC powerhouses like Eagle and Rocky Mountain and getting to know their players. And so we'll have some stories on them. Uh, we also have a lot of different stories about uh, uh, different coaching families, different coaching trees in Eastern Idaho, North Idaho, West Idaho. A lot of different basketball stories going to be uh, coming up here pretty soon. So, yeah, keep your eyes tuned to our Twitter and Facebook pages because once the story gets published, they'll be out there and you'll be able to click on it and read it. Awesome. I'm excited. Yeah. I don't know a lot of those things that are coming up, so that's fantastic. I'm really looking forward to it. Thanks. And, uh, and if you would like to be a writer here at IdahoSports.com, you can get a hold of Brandon at Brandon at IdahoSports.com. Uh, you know, include a couple things you've written, kind of yeah. speed the process up along um, and wh where you're located, and he'll give you an email back and give you some of those Deets, the 411. Can you yeah. still say that? Oh, I just actually learned what 411 was not too long ago. It was actually what? a number that you could dial. I thought it was just a random number that people <laughs> said. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Way back in the day. Way back in, Way back in the day. 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm old. Well, we are going to take a quick break and talk about how old I am. When we come back, we have, I, I make a little agenda for these and, mm -hmm. and I gave it to uh, to Brandon, and it just says surprise topic of discussion. Oh God! And and, and he begged me to tell him what it was, <laughs> and I and I said no, no. He, he even said he he would act surprised, but I, I didn't budge. So we are going to come back with a surprise topic of discussion right after this on the AdahoSports.com prepcast presented by Project Filter. This is something that's totally in all of our control, and that's what really motivated me to quit smoking. I quit for myself, but it was a good thing that I did because I had too much to lose. I'm glad that I quit, and I don't ever want to be there again. It's just not worth it. Each year, hundreds of Idahoans quit smoking. Get help or share your quit story. Visit projectfilter.org. And we are back in the IdahoSports.com prepcast. Time for our surprise topic of discussion. Brandon? I'm nervous. I'm very nervous. This doesn't have anything to do with, with high school sports. Okay. It does have to do with the NFL. Oh, okay. See, yeah, and, and, Here we go. Yeah, yeah I'm excited. See, and, and I knew you'd be excited. And, and it has to do with the San Francisco 49ers, okay. which is Nancy Pelosi's favorite team, so I knew that would excite Perfect. you. Perfect, exactly. Two for two. You just lost fans. <laughs> <laughs> so the 49ers, they are the first team in the NFL to have an emotional support dog. 
Okay. They adopted a, a French bulldog, one years old, named Zoe, okay. to be an a, a, emotional support for these NFL players. Okay. These guys that are six foot eight, four hundred pounds, uh, trained to go out and and hurt people. Yeah. Have an emotional support dog named Zoe. I'd, I'd really like, like to get your thoughts on that. Emotional support. What kind of dog is she? It's a French bulldog. French bulldog. Okay. Does, I mean, does it really matter what what breed this dog is? I think is, it or? does. <laughs> so, like, sometimes Kiari, your dog or yes. your daughter's dog, will 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 sit outside the door and and we'll let her in, and she'll she'll put her head on my lap and whine and you know beg yeah, for her pets. Yeah, sure, I feel emotionally supported. Do you? So I can't imagine hitting my head against another three hundred pound man every day. Okay, and not having that kind of support that Kiari gives me. So okay, and I, and, and that's one thing that uh, that some of the staff mentioned was, you know, these guys are out there working as hard as they can. They're, you know, they're fine-tuned athletes, and, and mentally, it's hard on them. Mm. And so when they can come off the field, come into the locker room, and little Zoe comes <laughs> wagging the stub, you know, up and says, hey, how you doing? Yeah. That's exactly right. They feel uh, supported, emotionally supported. Yeah. Right? So but my thought is, let's, uh, let's go back in the Wayback Machine, okay. which you probably don't remember that, that cartoon at all, no. uh, Mr. Peabody uh, and Sherman. Nothing. I, I, there was a movie on it a couple of years ago. Yeah, maybe? There, there was. Okay. There was. We go back in the Wayback Machine and go back. Uh, you know, Lyle Alzado, Dick Butkus. Okay. I know you've heard of Dick Butkus, oh, yes. uh, Bears so. fan. Jim Brown. Yeah. What if, they, what if they were in today's locker room? Or what if we went back then and said, hey, we want to bring in a puppy uh, to emotionally support you? I think, I don't, I don't care how old you are or what area you come from. If someone says we're going to get a puppy for the locker room, <laughs> I can see Dick Puck is being like, heck yeah, let's yes. get a puppy. That'd be awesome. Well, my opinion, it's better than what they did in the 80s, which was just take cocaine. Exactly. You, know, <laughs> you, you should probably have a puppy instead of you know, freebasing in, in a locker room. Yeah, see, see, people always criticize the younger generation for being soft, but we're just looking out for our health, okay? <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, well, there was our, uh, our, our surprise topic of discussion. I, I actually tend to agree. I was kind of playing a uh, uh, devil's advocate there, but you're right. You know, yeah. I, don't, I don't, I think, you know, if, if it can help your mental health, if it can, you know, help you play better, if it can make you feel better, do it. Yeah. You know, yes, there's a stigma attached to it of, <laughs> oh, you got a puppy yeah. in the locker room. All right. Right. But it was good for the 49ers to do it first because everybody goes, well, it's the 49ers. And it's a bulldog, so it's kind of tough. And it was a little, and it's kind of tough. Yeah. It's not like a chihuahua or exactly, something. Exactly, exactly. No offense to you chihuahua fans out there. <laughs> Well, okay, let's wrap this thing up. This has been the IdahoSports.com PrepCast. Paul Kingsbury, Brandon Hill, presented by Project Filter. Back next week, guys. Thanks.